There's the Prince of the Provinces, Shane Jones, self-proclaimed that is, but is he now the pirate of the provinces? He's put out a brilliant video on TikTok, very fashionable these days, to do a sea shanty. Here's Shane Jones's effort, listen to this. So they called up me and I sang a shanty about my actual policy, energy, equality, forestry, the Dolbro come with me. There you go, so that was recorded last week. Shane Jones up the waz. Shane Jones has had a guts full. Shane, whose idea was it to do the sea shanty? The sea shanty idea is attributable to my beautiful wife and the team around her who said the only way you're going to get young people interested in politics is to go where they are located, and that is not at town hall meetings or indeed uh, netting for flounder and mullet. You've got to set the net on social media, and to do that you have to track them and they said, Shane, there's great value in parody, and you're you're capable of being a parody of yourself. <laughs> well, you've done a brilliant job. It is so bad, it's brilliant, and you can see it on our Facebook page. But surely you and your mate Winston are only after the grey vote anyhow. Young people don't vote New Zealand first. No, mate, up here in the north, sadly, we've got um, a low turnout of registered voters, so it's in my interest to get every... Uh, bugger in the north uh, to sign up and register to vote and if I'm able to do that through a social media strategy which I accept is somewhat unusual but hey we shouldn't trash um, experience either over I think one in I think 20 percent of all New Zealand voters they're either over 62 or 63 percent and give it arm 64, I have to be kind to the generation that I belong to as well. Well, I think Winston's going to get you past the 5%. That is your route if you want to Parliament. You won't win Northland. Grant McCullum, uh, a regular or a former regular on this show, will bolt home in Northland. Well, the importance of fighting in Northland is that the National Party have taken this seat for granted for over 53 years. The National Party, under John Carter and earlier politicians turned it into a blue fortress, and yet we are regarded as the poorest province with the most precarious infrastructure and with some of the most egregious statistics in terms of social well-being. So the National Party have taken place for granted and have never invested in the North. However, this is really not about Grant and I. It's about conducting... Uh, an election campaign where we fight to the end so no politician, no party takes any part of New Zealand for granted. It's game over this election though, isn't it? Winston's back and National Act and maybe Winston will form the next next government. I see in the Herald's poll of polls, Labour has a 0.2% chance of being in government, the worst for a main governing party since the Great Depression. Well, the Greens have destroyed... Um, so much of the New Zealand business environment with their climate hysteria. Uh, The Māori Party have swallowed a cultural Kool-Aid where they want to balkanise New Zealand. And Labour have lost their historic roots. They have sadly 
got totally engrossed and intoxicated with uh, wokeomania, and neither of those three entities will be back in Parliament as governments for a long, long time. Well, there's a chance that New Zealand First will be back in government. Please tell me, Shane Jones, that you're not going to be the Minister of Forestry. You'll plant the whole bloody country out in pine trees. Now, look... Forestry's got a very important role to play in our foreign exchange earnings as an employer, and I'm the first to admit, no policy should remain static, and there's an opportunity for uh, for forest policy to be dynamic, and indeed, I'm hosting a seminar next Tuesday in Wangarei, and the purpose of that seminar is to get all the interests associated with forestry in Northland together, and many of them are landowners with farms as well, and to hammer out what are the real important issues. But I don't buy into this notion that we should continually stigmatise forestry. No, 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 we're not, we're, no, no, we're not stigmatising forestry. It's our third most important or third equal most important export industry. No problem there at all. I'm talking about carbon farming. Oh, you're referring to the ETS. Well, our policy is that unless forestry is grown on grade 6, 7 and 8 land, it should not be admitted into the ETS. Let's just finish on Winston Peters. He is the great political survivor and one of the greatest political characters in New Zealand political history, whether you love him or loathe him. Do you know what I reckon will happen if New Zealand first gets into government? I think Luxon will be cunning enough to make Winston, should I say, Minister of Foreign Affairs. He'll ship him off overseas, out of sight, out of mind. Well, the most important thing I want your listeners to know is that we were written off in 2020, uh, 2020 because 450,000 Tory voters thought they'd keep the Greens out by crowning Jacinda. Well, they've got a chance to redeem themselves, and it appears that it's starting to happen. In terms of what the future shape and form of the government is, number one, we're about securing the right and the privilege to go back to Parliament. And uh, as Mr Luxon has said, if he needs to make the phone call, and no doubt Winston and his uh, trusted advisers will not be far from the phone. But first, we're adamant. We are not tolerating any more woke-driven polarisation of New Zealand, any more disemboweling of the farming sector and industry at the altar of climate hysteria. Shane Jones, well said. We'll leave you with, or we'll leave the listeners with your shanty. Gets in your head, doesn't it? <laughs>